Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast. And this is episode 274. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. Um, Wednesday night. I'm actually outside. It's a nice, cool night. Crickets are a little bit loud, but we're cool. We'll get we'll get through this. Um, what's up? What's up? All book today. All book. Dealing with the covers, all the last minute little details of um, putting, um, you know, all the all the final touch-ups for the um, for the book. There's always a little couple little things here and there, but everything's done. It's up in formatting, um, but yeah, proof it. So that's what I'll be doing today and tomorrow. Um, but everything is done online, so it's just once everything's the way I like it, I just hit. Uh, approve and it's good to go and it, it goes and moves forward so um like i said the book isn't going to be available until november but honestly um it looks like it's going to be done by friday and i can literally have copies uh in my in my house by probably by this time next week probably by next wednesday you know but i'm no i'm in, I'm in no rush for that right now uh, cause tomorrow I start, um, pushing on fee style. Once again, <clears throat> it's not about the sales. It's about the, uh, I wouldn't even say the exposure, but, um, just making it, making it known, making it, you know, the beauty about books, unlike really unlike so many things put it this way unlike i believe unlike music unlike um fashion clothing probably even unlike movies movies are a close i don't know if there'll be a close first or a close second but you i want you to think about it like this okay when you listen to music from back in the days as soon as a record is put out, it's dated. Once you start hearing it and you remember it from last summer, that's it. It's already a last summer song. It's considered an old song. Uh, fashion, even fashion that comes back around, never comes back exactly the way it went out. There's always a little um, touch here and there, you know, uh, to change it up, kind of modernize it. Movies, however... Um, we call them the classics. Um, and though uh, they pretty much stay, you know, within the circle, in the cycle, um, there's a lot of kids that don't want to watch it. There's a lot of people that don't want to watch it. That's just not their thing. They love color. They don't want to see black and white. Um, sometimes uh, the acting uh, or the subject matter 
is just like too, too dated. It's too dated. Um, so not only is the story old, but the visual puts you in that old spot. I love classics. Me and Andrew can sit down and spend a whole weekend just watching the classics. So we, we enjoyed them as, as a lot of people do. Um, but they're just that, classics. Then we got books. Sometimes you can sit down, read a book, and I've done this so many times. I've done this with novels. The few times that I grabbed a novel, <clears throat> a lot of times I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't really look at the, any of the information. I'll see the author, the name of the book, and there's a good chance I, I bought the book or, I'm, or I got the book somehow because of a recommendation because um, um, I heard somebody bring it up and it could be somebody that brought it up one time, you know? Next thing you know, I'm on Amazon looking for that book. Now, this is the deal with the books. Many times I've sat down with a book and read the entire book and was like captivated only to look back and see that that book was written in the 70s and it blows me away sometimes we'll see books that are written written in the 50s or the 40s or the 60s you know uh because what happens is unless there was a movie that was a part of it so if you go and you watch let's say you read uh to kill a mockingbird right uh, that's a classic book, a classic story. So you go to read that book, but you've seen the movie. So what happens is, as you're reading the mo- as you're wa- reading the book, your mind is playing back the movie. There's no getting away from that. There's no way of blacking that out. That will always be the case. You will always see that picture. You will understand that vibe. You will have that theme. You would have that timepiece. Um, no matter what. Um, but books that are nothing but books are strictly connected to the imagination. It strictly depends on the imagination. Now, <clears throat> it's funny because I learned something a long time ago, right? So I think maybe maybe my first book, I, I don't know, maybe writings that I've done before that, scripts, maybe scripts. Um, now, scripts wouldn't count because I have to, a lot of times I'll describe a person, even though I didn't have to. But <clears throat> I've gotten to the point where I might describe someone if it pertains to something. Um, for instance, my new book, right? There's a character named Red. That's his name. His name is Red. And why do they call him that? Well, he's got red hair. You know? So, you know, and that's what I mean. And there's a reason for that, too. Why Why is he, his name red? Why has he got red hair? What does he have to do with the story? So, anyway. Um, when you read, yes, yes, you all you'll see what I mean. But what the thing is with the beauty with the books is that I learned is put very basic descriptions and allow the readers to paint their own picture if you would read a book and then let's say you went to a magazine and you said you just read this book find me a picture of someone 
that more or less might look like the character that you um that 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 you envisioned while you were reading his lines and then ask someone the same thing it's very rare unless unless of course it was in there and it was described um, but it's very rare you're gonna get people who visualize the same thing you know now there will be certain you know key things if you know the guy is from Jamaica you know you're pretty much gonna stereotype it <laughs> he's gonna look straight up Jamaican with the dreads and the whole works you know um, <clears throat> unless you mention in the book for, for whatever reason he doesn't have dreads you know or if there's something in the book where the person says that uh, yeah I totally lost my breath you know climbing up the steps you know and something like that so you're gonna assume that the dude might be a fat guy <laughs> you know or that maybe he's an old guy an older guy you know or whatever the case may be you know yeah somebody across the street figures somebody across the street some kids screaming uh, and crying anyway um but um but yeah well, that's the that's the whole beauty that's the beauty of uh of with books and the thing is um I got into uh, Donald Goins if you guys don't if you like urban fiction or you like like street lit from back in the days you check out uh, Donald Goins and what's cool about it is because of the fact that you know when it was done uh, some of the slang in there is very 70s um, you're gonna kind of get an idea of when that was from um, and you'll be able to paint that picture you know um, but uh but other than that, a lot of times the um, the images are what you make them out to be. They're not like predetermined, um, and what, what what and that allows these books to be readable year after year. And sometimes people will pick up a book that was released 40, 40 years ago, and they're just captivated by this book. And then when you all turn it over, or you open up the copyright page, and you look at the date, you're like, holy smoke, this book was written in 1932, you know? And you'll get some uh, some ideas, because you, you, sometimes you can't tell if it's a timepiece. It could have been written today um, as if it was... Uh, as it took place in the 80s, like my books, the the, the couple that I already put out, um, they take place in the 80s. So, but I didn't write them in the 80s. I wrote, wrote them in the, the the 2000s, you know, 2020. Um, but I'll put certain references in there that will let you know uh, the year, unless I mention the year, which I try not to do. So anyway, uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, throw that out there. Um, other than that, uh, same old man, same old. This, uh, I know yesterday was that big debate. That's all I see. I didn't watch the debate. I can't, I can't, I can't stomach that shit, man. It's like, I got, I got enough shit to think about. Like, I can't, I can't look at it and say, oh my God, you know, this is, these are the president, these are people running for our country, you know? Um, yeah, I'm for Biden. I'm for Biden. 
um, just as we need a president. <laughs> we got to put, do I think he's going to have any power? No, I don't. I don't think Trump has any power either. It's just who's representing this country. But uh, I'm going online and I'm seeing some real funny shit, man. <laughs> you know, people doing T-shirts with sayings and, oh, oh, my God. I can't, man. Angel comes in and she'll come and tell me, like, everything that's going on. Like, she sticks to it. Like, she's, she watched the debate like if it was a, a movie, an HBO movie or something on TV. I wasn't interested. I was working. And then she'll come in on her break and, you know, and uh, tell me what's going on. And I, I wouldn't even, like, I wouldn't even engage because, like, I don't know what's going on. Then she's trying to talk political shit to me. And that's when you're like, okay, yeah, this dude is really not into that. You know? I think everybody should be into politics. I think, I think it's great. I, will, I love my kids to know politics and to be into it. So I'm not dogging it like that. It's just, it was never for me. I never grabbed it. My mom was never into it like that. So I didn't grow up like that was such a big deal, even though I know it is. But um, I think of my father, he was the type that was more into that stuff. I wasn't around him, but he would have uh, probably, um, I probably would have had more sports in the house. I would have had politics in the house. You know, I look at some of the things that I'm into. You know, listen, I played football. Was really good. I, I coached my son's football team. I boxed for for the Empire State Games. Um, I had my, my son boxed. Um, I coached boxing. Those are really the only two sports I really I really liked. Um, and I just got into them on my own because though my father liked both those sports, um, I was never around him to watch them. So he never had me to sit there and watch him. Had he had, he had um, I probably would have been heavily. Listen, I live in, you know, 20 minutes from uh, Carolina, the Panthers, where the Panther Stadium is. And um, I have yet to go to a game. As much as football as I love, I've never been to a game. I've had access to tickets plenty of times and gave them away. Just gave them away. Um, I went to a couple of baseball games when I was real young because uh, people invited me. And I was always, I, live, I always lived close to stadiums. I lived close to Yankee Stadium when I lived in the Bronx. I lived close to Shade Stadium when I lived in um, Queens. I went to the Wilburn, Wil, Wilmington, Wilmington, uh, Wilbur, Wim, Wimby, Wimby, Wil, Wimbyton, Wilmington. Anyway, the tennis stadium in Queens. I remember when they built it. Uh, and then me and uh, Ernest Thomas, uh, Raj from What's Happening, him and I uh, were invited. They gave us tickets to go to uh, to watch a match. Uh, boring shit I ever experienced in my life. So, yeah, I would never do that again. I was like, I was, uh, that was torturous. I just can't. I just can't. I can watch them on TV because I'm able to, to walk away. Uh, boxing, I saw quite a few amateur fights um, when I was younger just in like local gyms and stuff like that, but I never went to an arena to watch a fight. <clears throat> but boxing, I could watch. Like boxing will grab me and hold me there until the fight is over, yes. Um, football won't, not anymore, it used to. But the only way for me to get into football is I gotta catch it in the beginning of the year, the beginning of the season. And I used to do that. I used to grab a, a game in the beginning and I remember in the TV guide, they had like all the teams 
and who was playing who was playing who. And um, I used to circle the teams that I thought used to win. I used to do pretty good, you know. Um, but that's when I was really going to hold uh, into football. Like, I did everything. I mean, I was learning everything I can about football. I really wanted to coach. And uh, I coached uh, my son's um, Pop Warner uh, football team for a little bit. Uh, but, again, I had other things that were more important than sports. And um, that's what grabbed me. So it was crazy. It's crazy. But especially as a guy, as a dude, you know, people look at me and they're like, yo, this guy looks like he's into sports, man. Yo, so, so what do you think about the game last time? I'm like, huh? Yeah. The game was great. <laughs> I don't know what the hell what game they're talking about. It's crazy. A little embarrassing. Yeah, it's a little embarrassing. Um, I don't think anymore. Uh, but I remember when it first, when I first started to uh, acknowledge that, where people, I remember being in a train and you know how a stranger just, hey man, what do you think? What do you think about the game last night, huh? Did you see what you know? They'll say a name of a player. I'm like. I don't know who the hell that is, man. <laughs> you know, I think I think Angel was surprised when she first got with me. She saw I really wasn't into sports. Like I knew sports, I knew how the games are played. Um, I played as a kid, but I, I think sports are wonderful. I think they're ingenious. I just I think it's I think they're great, but um, uh, not me, man. It's not me. Not me. Do I wish I was? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's the side thing that's missing from my life. You know, people have work. They do this. They do that. And they have this side thing that they do. I don't even know what the hell my side thing is. Like, my side thing all feels like work. Well, all my work feels like a side thing. Like, sometimes it's hard to believe I get paid for some of the shit that I do pretty significant amount of money too at times um maybe writing is my side thing who knows you know but um there's people that love to go to the racetrack people that bet on the horses baseball games football games hockey games boxing and and I just don't have that you know you know guys work on cars I don't know, is this the product of someone who was not raised with a father in the house? Like, is this it? Half the stuff, you know, I shit breaks in my house, I don't want to fix it. I'd rather pay someone. A lot of times people are like, man, you know, you could you could have fixed that yourself in like two minutes. I'm like, I'm sure I could have, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to. I just wanted to fix. I just wanted to listen, when they fixed my Jeep, I swear it was a little piece of rubber about the size of my thumbnail I paid like 260 bucks for it I had a few people told me even YouTube you can go on you can do that yourself man it's really easy I'm like okay I'm sure it is but I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna pay someone to do it I don't want to sit there and think did I get it right <laughs> I want somebody to put it in and I'll just pay uh, for the approval that it was done right so, but yeah, again, that could all be a product of me not growing up with a father in the house. You know, don't fix shit. Don't know nothing about cars. Don't follow sports. Um, I could kick some ass. I'll tell you that. I could fight. 
<laughs> I'm not a punk. I, I could throw down. I don't want to. I don't like to. That shit hurt. Don't hurt me now. <laughs> so I ain't ever trying to. I hope to God I never get into a fight ever again in my life. But, um, but that was again, could be the product of me not growing up with a father. Okay, because when I did get picked on, my mother couldn't put me in a boxer stance and show me how show me how to throw a punch. I had to figure that shit out myself. <laughs> you know, so maybe that played that way as well. You know. So, pretty interesting when you think about it, you know? So, but anyway, all right, guys, that's it for tonight, man. I'm done. I'm done, son. I'm exhausted. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, thank you so much. And uh, be safe, be cool, and until tomorrow, good night, freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat. For if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.